Welcome, fellow wanderer, to the Wanderlust Enabled Podcast, presented by Resetting Joy, your go-to life and travel coaching company. I'm your host, Cheryl Burke, founder of Resetting Joy and self-proclaimed Wanderlust Enabler. This podcast is dedicated to sharing information and inspiration to fuel your wanderlust and inspire you to embark on your greatest adventures yet. In this little audio oasis, we're all about real talk, boosting confidence, and having fun to help you soak up every life-changing aspect of travel. Ready to take off on this adventure with me? Let's get started. Welcome, fellow wanderer. Today, I want to talk about what traveling can do for romantic relationships. So having really solid relationships of all kinds in your life makes for a fuller life. It also improves your health, both mental and physical. In fact, those who live the longest on this planet tend to have really strong relationships and really strong community relationships. And all of that starts with the people who are closest to you. So for those who travel with their romantic partner and just with their romantic partner, it gives you an opportunity to talk about real things, especially if you do have children and you're dealing with the day-to-day of raising humans. This gives you the opportunity to talk about other things, deeper things, things that you want to do in the future maybe what you want to change in terms of your career or in terms of your relationship. You can really talk about deeper things and being able to feel safe with somebody in that kind of space is very healthy and also very healing. If you've had any kinds of relationships that have caused you to not feel that way, especially. And in and among all the talking, You're going to have a lot of experiences with just you two. And of course, a shared experience bonds people. And we know this, but why? (laughs) And why is it important? Well, the reason is because you get to work as a team. It's very much a, we're in this together. We can figure it out kind of thing, especially if something goes wrong. And generally speaking, something is going to go at least a little bit sideways on a vacation. I'm not speaking that out into the universe, trying to jinx people. I'm just saying that travel is life condensed. And as we all know in life, sometimes things go a little sideways and you have to figure it out. So on a trip, if something happens like that, you work as a team, you figure it out. Or maybe you specifically put yourself into a situation where you have some sort of a challenge that you're supposed to work out yourself. You get to experience new things together. You get to maybe try an activity or try a wine or food that you've never had before. And now you realize, ooh, this is actually something we could do at home. We could either make it at home, we could find a place at home that we could do this with other people, you know, maybe you learn how to dance or you learn how to cook something, or you learn a different way of, I don't know, bird watching, (laughs) but you get to experience something new together. You're building those memories. You're 
sharing something with a partner that you may have known for decades. I mean, for all I know, you've been with that person longer than you were not, depending on when you got together. And new things are fun. It's great to have a new experience because in any relationship, you don't want to be telling the same stories over and over again. You want to continue to learn about that person, no matter what kind of relationship that is. And if it's the person that you happen to spend your life with and share a home with, it's always great to have new stories and new perspectives coming from one another. Traveling together, of course, is a great break from your routine. Like I mentioned, if you have children at home and they're not with you, you get to see things a little bit differently and you get to sort of figure out what's really working for you. Okay. You know, I know that I have to get up at six o'clock every morning at home because I need thus and such for so-and-so, Well, you don't have to do that here. So now what, what works for you and how can you bring that home? You, of course, are going to get to see each other at your best and at your worst. If you've been together a while, you don't need vacation for this. You've done this already, but you can also see each other through it, whatever happens. If it's a new relationship, obviously you get to know one another's quirks um, based purely on the time, the fact that you're going to be together a lot and you're going to be in very close proximity. You may find new perspectives, new ways of looking at things that you hadn't seen before that inform you as, as a couple, like, oh, okay, well, I didn't realize you, that this was why thus and such was that thing. I don't know. Or you just learn how other people do things and it helps you build compassion for others. Because maybe you and your partner have had fairly similar lives. So maybe you didn't see other ways of doing things or reasons why people would or wouldn't be able to do the same kinds of things that you do. So yes, you're going to grow as as a couple, but you're also going to grow as individuals. And individuals who grow themselves within a relationship are going to have a stronger relationship. And of course, you're going to create some lasting memories. You're going to have some funny stories. You're going to have some probably gorgeous pictures. Um, you will meet some people. You may stay in touch with them. It'll give you something to talk about that's just yours. And it's important that you have things that are just yours, especially if you have children at home. Now, I know that not everybody does. And I know that a lot of people choose not to. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you do, Time away is good for everybody because you're showing one another that you are a priority, but you're also showing your kids that you're a priority and that you have a strong relationship. And that, that is good. <laughs> that is good for everybody. So we're all familiar with a honeymoon. A couple gets married and they take some time away from friends and family. And if they had a wedding of any size, they need the time away from the planning and the people, no matter how much they love the people or how much they love the planning, you need time away. So they go off on their own and they, they form their bond after they got married because before you're married and after you're married is different for most people, not always, but for most people. So you get to see each other in a different way. Besides, it's always fun to travel on a honeymoon because everybody's so excited that they're hosting you on your honeymoon and they want to do things to make it magical for you. So 
enjoy. Let the people make your life magical. Later on, you may have young kids and you may not really see each other or talk to each other. And so your ship's passing in the night. So maybe a trip where you could have somebody else stay with the kiddos and go for like maybe an anniversary or a birthday or something is a great way to reconnect amid a very busy season of life. If you do have kids, eventually they leave. They go off. They do their own thing, generally speaking. And at that point, we have a term for this on purpose. Empty nesters is a major transition because you go into a whole new season of life. The person you were when you first, before you had children is definitely not the person you are now. And now you have to figure that out. Traveling is a very common way for people to do that and to handle that transition. Again, to get to know one another again to learn new things. This is a time when people take up new hobbies and new interests, and this can be a great window into that. And a really fun window into that that comes with, you know, souvenirs and photos and new friends and foreign places. It's cool to gain a little bit of perspective and distance from your daily life. So you have some idea of what you want, both individually and together. Again, we're going to grow individually so that when we come together, our bond is stronger. It's really hard to go through the ups and downs in life with somebody if you don't know who you are and what you need, because then you can't ask for it. And you really need them to know who they are and what they need so they can ask for it. Because none of us are mind readers. Well, I mean, some of you might be, but I'm going to guess the lion's share of us are not mind readers. So this gives you time. Time is precious and you're choosing to spend it together out on an adventure somewhere. So what is it you're going to learn about yourself and your partner on this trip? You can plan ahead of time. You can choose to do a specific kind of challenge, or you can listen to your, your bodies or your intuition and figure out what you need. If you've been running full tilt for the last 20 years, maybe you don't need to be running around Europe for three weeks. Maybe there needs to be a beach. Maybe you need to look at the water and you need to not move for a little while. Or maybe you combine the two. I'm going to be a big fan of combining the two, by the way. I'm just always going to be a proponent of that. I think great vacations combine um, days of different paces and different kinds of locations. So some days you're in a city and you're hiking, you know, through skyscrapers and you're doing all the city things and other days you are out hiking with hiking boots and completely surrounded by nature. There is a balance in all things. A great trip is balanced. A great relationship is balanced. Everybody gives the best that they can every day. Your best is going to be different every day, but so is your partner's. Now, I am not a relationship coach. In fact, I will have one on here at some point in the near future, hopefully. What I am is a seasoned veteran of, wow, that sounds terrible. But what I am is a person who has grown with and next to her partner for many, many years. And traveling has been one of the ways we've done it. I'm an advocate for anything that gets people together, that gets people to have common experiences 
that gets people to see things from somebody else's perspective. And when you're both in a new place and you're seeing the same new thing at the same time or experiencing the same new thing at the same time, you will inevitably get the other person's perspective. Sometimes one person's thinking, this is the best thing I have ever seen. And the other person is going, nope, 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 not doing it. Maybe you knew that before you got there and maybe you didn't. That reaction right there is a funny story. Especially if you tell it in a funny way. But what's more important is you actually get to see how the other person's responding and then choosing what to do. If you're the one who's like, this is awesome. You could help your partner do something that maybe they want to do, but they're scared to do. Or if they're just not having it, perhaps you either both don't do that thing, or maybe one of you does and the other of you doesn't. It gives you each the opportunity to be very much who you are. But it also gives you the opportunity to grow together and to support each other. And some of that can get lost in day-to-day life. Even if in day-to-day life, it's just the two of you doing your thing but you have schedules and routines and commitments and obligations and all of those things. When you remove yourselves from that and go somewhere else for a little bit, you get to be just the two of you in a different way. And remind yourselves why you're together in the first place. Now, I'm not going to say that you're not sure because you probably know exactly why you're together. But remembering why you think that person's funny remembering why you do the things together that you do and just going and having fun is a really important and very sweet part of life. This is the good stuff. And you want to savor that as much as you can. Each of you is prioritizing the other in how you're spending your time because there's no job here. On a vacation, you have no job, you have no home, you have no mortgage. This is it. This is your life right here. This is all you do. And when you can get really immersed in a vacation, you can't really remember the rest of the stuff, at least for stretches in each day, which is, I'll be honest with you, my very favorite part. So go and have fun and get lost together and laugh together and find out something new together. And when you come home, you'll be together in a different way. So go. Say hi to your partner for me. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Wanderlust Enabled Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Burke. I hope you got some inspiration and practical tips that will help you improve your life and your travels. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. As always, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Resetting Joy or on my website, resettingjoy.com. Until next week, I wish you fresh outlooks and grand adventures abroad or even in your hometown.